Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome back for another uh, another one of these streams, another show. Welcome back to the Men Like Us podcast. Um, I'm going to definitely be talking about some interesting things today. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us, first and foremost. Um, viewers, you guys are dope as fuck. Thank you for listening. And thank you to the live audience who keeps the comments section um, lit. That is the term that Mike Brooklyn loves to use for it. So comment sections be lit. So um, let's get on with the show, show. So, yep, this is the Men Like Us podcast. It's a show for, um, it's a show aimed at men who are attracted on any level to women in the transgender community. Um, you know, I do this show to help, um, to help educate, but then also to help spur on growth of a lot of men in this space. Um, and, you know, talking about certain things like on my first episode where we asked, you know, am I gay? If I like trans women, you know, just different conversations kind of help spur growth and help guys understand themselves and accept themselves a lot better. So, you know, I'm doing this show for those guys out there who really just need some help and, you know, who feel alone and, 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 and feel like there's something wrong with them and haven't fully accepted themselves yet. Um, you know, guys who are just hungry for knowledge, hungry for conversation, and just hungry to not feel, to, to, to feel some sense of community. So um, again, the show is for the fellas, but ladies, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your support. Um, I will have to say yet again, if you're listening to this show, please understand a trigger warning is always in effect. This is a show for men by men. We say things in a way that is palatable to us, not women. So please understand that that is the 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 the, the kind of conversations that we are going to be having. You will get real motherfucking talk, like Mike Brooklyn likes to call it. Uh, <laughs> we will get some real talk here, and we're going to say things. We're going to speak it, you know, from the heart. So um, without further ado, I'm going to bring on the panelists for today. Y'all haven't seen him here plenty of times, but he's back again. My main man, Mike Brooklyn. Yeah. What's going on, man? Pretty good. How you doing? All right, all right. And returning, but hasn't been here in a while, Mr. Justin Alvarado. What's up? So, um, actually, today's topic really came from Justin. Um, oh, somebody need to turn your music down. So today's topic really came from Justin. Um, he was a brainchild for this. And, you know, we've had conversations about this as men. And I think a lot of times we avoid the, the discussion. Um, well, I'll just ask the question. The question is, where do where do we men who have sex with date, marry women in the trans community? Where do we fit? in the LGBTQ plus community? Like where, where's our space? Are we in it? Are we not in it? If we're in it, where do we fit in it? And a lot of times I think this discussion is kind of sidetracked or sidestepped by men, um, kind of sidestepped by men in our space because a lot of times guys are really trying to hold on, hold on or cling to their straight title. And, you know, they're they're definitely afraid of not being complete. Like they're definitely afraid of losing that straight title because they believe some guys believe that you know it they'll be diminished if they lose that. 
and if they lose whatever privilege they had before they stepped into this space. And, um, you know, it, it's a battle. It's a battle with a lot of guys, and it actually spurs on um, homophobia within our own small, small circle of men, you know, when it comes to judging guys who bottom and judging guys who, you know, may present more like butch queens, uh, you know, guys who are a little bit more in touch with the femininity, think like Prince. Um, so, you know, it, it, definitely has, it definitely has issues when we avoid this conversation, but, you know, there is conversation to be had and there's a, definitely going to be a difference of opinion. I think a lot of women in the comment sections are going to have a, an opinion on where these guys fit in uh, into this community or if they fit into this community at all. So, um, Justin, I'm going to let you take it away since this was your brainchild. All right. Um, well, the reason why I asked this is because um, a while ago, I remember mentioning something about how I'm not completely open with my family. Like I wouldn't go around saying like I'm trans attracted, but um that like I'm that I'm not like announcing myself as that, but I will talk in a topic. If it came up in a conversation, I will talk about it. But I'm not again like I'm trans attracted off the top of my lungs. And I feel like doing that, it kind of placed me in orientation saying that I'm anything other but straight because it's it just feels like I'm othering trans women. Like I'm not saying like I'm saying that they're not real women and I have to I have to put myself in some I have to put them on some other box. And that always bothered me because I mean if straight would just be the best descriptor since I love women just overall and to say that I'm anything other would just infer that trans women are not women. And that's always what bothered me. So I always saw it as a preference. Um, so a while ago, uh, I remember when I mentioned that post and Roy kind of got off on me about that whole, um, about how I'm not like coming to my truth. I was thinking, um, I'm probably doing something wrong here. And then a while ago, I heard Mike talking about Lil Nas, um, how little not little Nas X, yeah. <laughs> yeah, little Nas X um, was was like made his video and like how on some level we're told we're gonna go to hell for this and I I I just thought there was more to this and probably I'm just being ignorant if I'm just saying that it's a preference and nothing like an orientation and I just feel I just feel I got I guess I just want to know so it can not only help me, but help navigate other men that are like me, who just sees themselves as heterosexual, I mean, not even see themselves as heterosexual, that are heterosexual and just, but aren't like out and loud, like being like, I'm trans attracted, like wearing a t-shirt on it or like just wearing a flag on it. And they're, <laughs> yeah, like that one, <laughs> just like, just like, um, like, you know, like making like their whole background and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I would come in the conversation about it if like somebody's talking about it, but mm -hmm. it's not like I'm out there like just posting myself on my social media and it's not my life. It's not my entire life, you know, mm -hmm. and that's where I want to know, because I feel like if it's just preference and it can cross it can cross some lines where it can turn into a fetish or if it's an orientation or if there is something for us there then it's perfectly okay to just be repping it like that and again like i say it was my ignorance and i'm just 
we just want to know your guys' opinion or what you think. Yeah, um, I think I, I've always had the uh, philosophy that, um, well, not the philosophy, but I, I know, knowing a lot of guys in this space, look, advocacy and being that person out there in front ain't for everybody, and that is, that is not the expectation. Um, I think there's a lot of people who just, they're just out there living their lives. And let's be real. There's a, well, at least for me, there's a lot more to my life than, you know, what kind of women I love. Like, there's a lot more going on with me. This is just a small piece of it, really. Um, sadly, it's, a, it's the piece of it that bothers a lot of people the most, which is kind of why we're doing this, these kinds of things, having these conversations. But, um, you know, I think, I think we are, when it comes to the whole othering women thing, um, I really believe that, what was I gonna say? I, I look at women as an umbrella that encompasses cis and trans women. So, you know, we have labels for a reason to be specific. And if I say I like women, but specifically I like women, I like these women, um, I, I don't see any issue with that. And I think really, um, you know, women who, I don't know, I just think there's something going on there outside of me or you that's happening and how people are interpreting it or how they're letting labels that we identify as make them feel. And I think it's a, um, I think that's, I think that's a piece of the puzzle that hasn't truly been examined. And I think that, um, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, Hey, I am a man who let's just say, okay, I'm a man who I'm attracted to women, preferably trans women. And I have a genital preference. Okay, so what? Everybody's got a genital preference, like nothing wrong with that. I think it, I think a lot of times things can move into fetish land when your preference for women stops at their genitals. And I think a lot of times with a lot of people um, on this planet, uh, their preferences start there, but it definitely doesn't end there. So, you know, I prefer women I prefer pre-op trans women. That's I have a genital preference. I like that. Vagina will never do what penis does for me in terms of sex. But sex is just a little teeny, teeny little bit of your life. Like the fuck, I ain't gonna dictate who the fuck I share my my entire life with off of just that. You know, I wanna. I'm looking for somebody who you know I can have intelligent conversation with. I want somebody who has a level of ambition. I want somebody you know. I prefer women that I don't like shorter women. Like there's so many other things that we have in terms of, I'm sorry, in terms of preferences for women that, you know, I, I, I just think like, I think at that point, if you're not hearing, if you're not willing to see that people have other requirements or other standards for their attraction and you, you the person hearing this just stops at, well, he likes women with dicks. That's more of a you thing than me, because I've been very clear about what I like. And if somebody liking you for who and what you are is a problem for you, that's that's, again, a you thing. Um, you know, nobody. Sh it should never be a situation where a man likes a trans woman in spite of what she is. 
you should want somebody that wants you as you are. And, um, you know, I, I just, um, so that's where I'm at on the whole attraction thing. When it comes to the LGBTQ plus community side of things, I think, um, I think anybody who has a coming out story is in there somewhere. I don't know exactly where I am in that. Maybe I'm just the plus, but at some point in time, anybody who's had to go through the stress and deal with the fallout of coming out to a parent who was conservative, didn't like it, had to break family relationships over this shit, you know, really like really had to put some of that risk and had to risk the love of their parents or outright lose the love of their parents, which, you know, maybe not have been really loved. I don't know. Lose the favor of your parents. Um, at some point, anybody who has that in their life, in their journey, in their experience, or is staring down the possibility of that is somewhere in them letters. So I think we do have a place somewhere in those letters. I'm not saying cis men are coming in and we're going to take up all the fucking space. Like, I'm fine with sitting at the back of the gymnasium, but I know we're in it somewhere. So I don't know where. I think there are guys in our circles. I think there are men in our circles that are actually bisexual. I think there are men in our circles who may just be straight up heterosexual and not in there at all, but they still have that experience, that coming out, that fear, that wanting to be accepted by the people that they love for, for nothing more than just who they choose to love. I mean, that's really what the crux of a lot of this, you know, is that. So I think, again, I'm sorry, my final answer, I think we are somewhere in the community. I just can't really peg exactly where because we are a community of individuals. So some people might fall into one letter and some people might fall into a different one. All right. Brother Mike, what you got, man? Okay, so I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> Start getting, getting on my Tony Montana shit. <laughs> but uh yeah, basically I'm kind of coming from the more technical side on this one because I actually had this conversation with a friend of mine who is also a podcaster, but uh she identifies as gender queer. Cool. So she and she's identified as that since she was young, since she was like 11 or 12 years old. Um, so she's been deep in the community because she's like 25 now. So um, I basically, because when I had my coming out situation with certain family members, you know, I kind of had the conversation with her because she always saw that I was a big ally of the LGBTQ community. And she said, and she asked me, she was like, how do you identify? And I was like, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, you know, I'm attracted to trans women, but I'm also attracted to cis women as well. I was like, so I don't know if that makes me bi or whatever. And she was like, no, cause you're not fucking dudes. So she was like, so you're not bi. Um, she was like, maybe you could be queer or something like that. She wasn't sure. So it was like, we kind of had like a longer, a longer conversation and it came down to the point where it was like, okay, you're not really queer. You're not bisexual. She was like, you're probably just in the plus, which actually makes sense because when you say plus, you're talking about a large group of people. I mean, there is intersex, there's demisexual, there is um, autosexual, autosexual, asexual. polyamorous, all that stuff, you know, so 
it's a large group of people that just aren't in the LGBTQ, but they're in the plus because it's like, are we really going to go with the full 26 letters of the alphabet? No. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, that that's where I would say, like, toward the end of that conversation, me and her mm-hmm. kind of really came to a point where it's like, yeah, it's just part of the plus. You know what I mean? I mean, we're in the community. It's just that we're not the focal of it. You know what I mean? We're, the, mm-hmm. we're one of the smallest parts of the community. And to me, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm like, fine. I, I'll I'll be that small little edge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally cool. Again, like I said, I'm with you on that, bro. Like I said, I'm cool with be sitting. You know, I'm cool with having a chair at the back of a packed gymnasium. I know I'm in the gym. I know I'm in the audience. I just I know I ain't on no stage. I ain't up front, and I don't need to be. I'm cool just being back here, just being me, whatever the fuck I am. Yo, it's like what Y'all the kids. Good. It's like what the kids today would say. Yo, I'm there shooting with you in the gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, and, and here's the thing. So I had a, um, I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today, and um, let me get my. So I have to take this damn thing now. So I want to show a comment. Um, you know, Michaela was saying I always thought it was heterosexual. You like women, trans women are women, and that is correct. Oops, sorry. Yes. Took yeah. that red bull a little bit too fast. <laughs> that's super. That's super correct. But here's the issue: the issue with that and all of this shit. The reason why there are letters in the alphabet. The reason why all this shit exists is because of how society perceives things, which is not, what I was how, not as how they really are. So society perceives things as okay. Well, you, well, you like trans women. You like you like them. Or really, you like big. They they think of a big you know they thinking of a a a a six foot four linebacker wearing a wig. They're thinking of JJ Watt in a dress, and you know that's that's the stereotype bullshit that's out there because they don't know anybody in the community, and a lot of times, you know they want to have stereotypes in their mind that's hateful of other people. When when people have certain stereotypes about a certain group, and they're largely negative, they want to have that negative imagery of that group i mean it, it even extends to race and um it's so I, I, a lot of this the reason why we can't just be heterosexual men out here doing our thing needing no podcast needing no facebook group or community support groups whatever the fuck reason why all this shit is here is because a lot of men don't have any place to turn to a lot of guys don't have anybody that's going to support them and and loving who they want to love and being who they want to be and, you know, we have to support each other. And that's why we're doing these podcasts so that men out there who can, you know, who are on YouTube, Facebook, wherever, will will catch these messages and, you know, find a sense of community. Maybe contact me, some of the guys from the show, or join our men's only Facebook group. Like, this shit is just necessary because of that shit. Like, if all parents and all family and everybody's like, oh, that's cool. Well, trans women are women, so that's dope. Like, you didn't have to tell me that, but cool, you know, but it, it's, it's, that's not what it is out there. It's, oh my God, my son's gay. I'm never going to have grandchildren. It's, oh my God, my dude. So can I even hang out with this guy anymore? Like, how does this, is this nigga, what, what kind of clubs are we going to, bro? I don't know what's going on with you. Like, it, it's all these question marks and people don't know. And it just turns into a whole swirl of like, it's just, it's a strong lack of knowledge. But then, you know, in addition to a strong lack of support, that really kind of molds how things are right now. 
but I, I did need to acknowledge that. And um, actually, and I want to. Oh yeah, go ahead, bro. I'm, I want to yeah. bring up a few comments after after your. I I, I I do just want to slightly expand on that comment though, because I have a personal kind of like situation for that. Um, it's kind of like like you said, like you know, we see them as as women, like we see trans women as women, like that's how we view them. So for a lot of us, we will still feel like as though we are heterosexual, we are straight. The only thing is, like like you said, there are people in society that won't view us that way. And I had a situation the other day on, on Trans Day of Visibility. I put on Instagram, you know, trans lives matter, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, like a little post. A dude that I worked with that I considered a friend at one time back when I was living in Atlanta goes and posts on that post he says f the f-a-g-g-o-t-s you know i don't don't like saying that word but um he goes ahead and posts that and i was ready to fire back at him but as soon but as soon as after he posted that he went ahead and he blocked me because he knows i'm a petty motherfucker (laughs) so like him knowing but, but that's just an example like that's somebody that at one time i considered a friend and he goes ahead and he makes a post like that on just something that I was putting out there for Trans Day of Visibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, not only that, like I remember going back to when I was a kid, I was like four or five years old. And the short time that I lived with my father, my father used to throw the F word around like it was nothing. Like, you know, like he like 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 as if he was Eddie Murphy and Delirious. You know, he, he would be using it like that that freely. So of course, you know, I know that, you know, I haven't seen my father since I was like 16. And that was like the first time after five years of not seeing him then. So if I saw him today, I know for a fact that if I told him that I was trans amorous, I know for a fact that he would view me as gay. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's just his viewpoint because he doesn't see them as women. Just like that dude that I used to be friends with in Atlanta doesn't see them as women. So when we have to battle society like that, how do you really expect us to just go out there and just say, oh, you know, we don't fall into the LGBTQ plus community? Of course we do, because that's what we're going to be battling every time we go out there. And we're willing to do it because we love them. For sure. For sure. And, um, you know, I think there is a, a special let me throw a small modifier on this. Um, just speaking from my own black experience. You know, at least where I'm from, people that I know or whatever, like they when they see it like this, like, okay, men who men who are involved with women from this community are gay. In the black community, a lot of times gay is seen as lesser. So now it's like, oh, well, you ain't a real man. You you just nigga, you just gay. Like I've I've even heard. uh, uh, Wow. I think I heard a, a recording. There was a, a butch queen talking that same shit. Like, oh, these niggas is this. Like, I, I got real motherfuckers around me. Like, it's just niggas shitting. Like, people, it's it's a lot of folks that just don't see trans women as women. And then, you know, you have the modifier as well as now, because I'm gay, now I'm demoted in your eyes. Uh, mom, best friend, not best friend, but, you know, acquaintance, whoever the fuck, coworker. And, you know, that's another piece of the puzzle. But, you know, at the end of the day, we are trying this whole shebang bang here is trying to get men to a point where they don't give a fuck. 
that's that's where we that's where that's the sweet spot that's where you want to be you want to be at a place where you don't give a fuck if somebody thinks you gay you don't give a fuck if somebody is trying to judge you on this shit like fuck them like whatever like you living in your truth and you comfortable in that shit and that shit don't affect you then call you the f word whatever else that shit doesn't shake your mental state where you're like oh my god am i am i what's happening oh i'm having an internal crisis right now no none of that you we are trying to get guys to a space where they don't give a fuck and it doesn't shake them because if it doesn't shake them solo when they out with you on a date and some and somebody clock you and want to say some some wild shit you know um they'll they'll be confident in that moment and that confidence that they have will will show through you know that don't they'll be ready for that shit they'll be ready for that shit in the moment when somebody pulls his car they'll be ready for that shit when a family member decides to say something slick you know when when somebody you know at school tries to say something slick whatever um it, we, we are definitely all about trying to get guys to that point not everybody's there most guys aren't and like most meaning like a lot <laughs> a lot a lot but you know we trying to get there so I, I want to just acknowledge all of the commenters real quick. So I just want to say shout out to Jazz. What up, Paul, Amira, Jasmine. Um, shout out to Maddie, Michaela, Kel, Heaven. What's up? Um, oh, and Martel was, was good, bro. So um, let me see. I'm, I'm sorry. I want to involve the comments before we move any further. Um, I'm I, 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 I can't see the comments, but I'm pretty sure they lit as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we got some we got some decent characters out here. Uh and and don't disappoint me, people. <laughs> oh no. <nah. laughs> yeah, heaven was was agreeing with us, but yeah, she said say that because people have more gays in their family than they want to admit to or know someone who was trans, etc. That is a huge piece of the puzzle. Like a lot mm-hmm. of folks have already been touched by this community in their own family. And you know, like you got a cousin, you got you know somebody. What up? I got a cousin. I have so many people in my family. I have my brother, my uncle, my cousins. Um, what do you call it? My other brother. (laughs) So it's like everybody. I got two female cousins that's bisexual, but um, yeah, like they're they they talk they you know they talk to some people in the family. They don't talk to other people in the family. So you can see how that split goes. Mm. Now this is an interesting dynamic here. Um Heaven was saying it's it's a um wait, hold on. No, 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 hold on. So here's here's the thing right here. So she says, What I want to know is why you guys are so obsessed with what society feels and thinks, being that being trans, that's something you must master in order to be comfortable truly within oneself. Oh, sorry, drinking too much Red Bull. In order to live your truth, some have, sorry, some have issues at the early stages and have mastered it, especially with age. That's correct. And, um, you know, I think where um, a lot of women in the trans community start their journey at a certain point in their life, I think there's a lot of guys that start their journey at a certain point in their life. Like we, at least for us guys, nobody starts right here. Like we started somewhere and we were moving forward. And, um, you know, what people think about you, what society thinks about you is really tough to bypass in 
the world that we live in because our society programs men in such a way like this is what it means to be a man. This is a real man. And it gets reinforced and hammered into us so much that a lot of times we have to do a lot of deprogramming within ourselves to get to a point where you try to tell me this is what it means to be a man. And I'm looking at you like you're dumb because I'm like, no, nah, that ain't it. I don't know where you got that narrow ass, whack ass vision of what a man is like from like, no, I'm not going to follow that. But it, it does take a lot of deprogramming. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm going to leave it open to the guys. But I just I had to acknowledge the comment. Yeah, but see, at one time I gave a fuck what society thought. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the way my petty level is set up, it didn't allow me to. And now I don't give a fuck. So you, you gotta kind of grow in the process. For sure. Damn. It took me a while. Like I remember when I was 16, I was just like, I'll take this shit to my grave, but now I'm like out and open right here. But took a- man, I was in my twenties thinking like I'm gonna take this shit to my grave and nobody gonna know. And when, when I say nobody gonna know, I wasn't I wasn't actually like meeting or being involved with any women. It was just a porn thing at that point. So it was like, yeah, ain't nobody gonna know what kind of porn I watch. Like, fuck that. I'm keeping all this shit locked down. You know. You delete your cookies and stuff like that. Deleting the cookies, password protected folders, all that shit. Like, yeah. And um, but I mean, look, I'm just saying, there's growth. People start out in one place and we end up in a wholly different place, which is obviously better. But um, you know, where do we fit in on that in this community? I, I would love some more. <laughs> audience commentary on uh, where we fit in on this. If I think I, I see myself as a heterosexual um, straight man. Um, I love women. Like, you know, any woman walking down the street, you know, I'm going to be looking like, damn, I'm going to be with everybody else on that shit. You know, um, it's just, yeah, I have a preference for trans women. So, Oh, hold on. She wants me. Jasmine wants me to scroll up. So, um, and, and thank you, Amira, for acknowledging this. You know, feel that trans attracted men come in a spectrum of preferences. There is no one way of being. That's correct. Um, that's good. That that is a point that I have to remind myself of, for not just the men but the women as well. Like these are both very diverse communities, full of people with wildly different experiences and stances on a lot of things. There, There is no one truth narrative or whatever on anything in, the, in these spaces. So, you know, it, it definitely, a lot of people in these spaces like to talk in absolutes, but the world's a lot more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. In my mind, um, let me see, you not being, sorry, I'm gonna try and get. So it says you not being out also means you're going to constantly be paranoid if people can tell she's trans or not. Um, that is true. Yep. That is completely true. Um, yeah, that is that is something that guys and, and you know, even for the guys who are out, because um, I was talking with a young man earlier today, he. You know, um, and you guys, I'm not going to name him, but you guys remember the post in the group. We got, um, it was a guy that was struggling. You know, he's been with he's he's been with this girl for about, he's been with this girl for a while. I'm not even going to say how long. He's been with this girl for a while, and he was really struggling with having that conversation with his mom. 
and being open and, and, and honest about that stuff. And, um, you know, I talked to him this morning after the conversation and, and it really went well, which is great, you know, great for him. Um, but, you know, I, I did share with him. I'm like, OK, dude, you're out now. Like, that's good. But that 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 feeling that you get when you go out with your girl, don't expect it to go away overnight and don't expect it to go away ever, really, because you're always going to be looking around because now when you're out with her in public. I mean, frankly, you are responsible for her safety. And now your head's going to be on the swivel. It's that feeling that's going to be on your mind in your gut is is the the fear that these women feel every fucking day of where where's the danger coming from next? Where 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 is it coming from? Somebody might say something, somebody might do something. You're going to have to consistently keep your head on a swivel and be on the lookout. And you know, that's never going to leave. That's always going to be a thing. Yes, you can be comfortable, but be aware of your surroundings. You know, it's it's just a part of the job, a part of a part of the job that you signed up for being with this girl. Um, they're actually about to move to a new city together, which is dope. So uh, wish them definitely wish them luck. But, you know, that's it's it's definitely a piece of the puzzle. Hopefully, that, hopefully it's an LGBTQ plus friendly city. Though. Hopefully, hopefully. Wow. Those comments coming in. <laughs> uh, Michaela. The men that have been with, I have, I, I'm sorry, in a minute, I, I'm assuming she's been with, have identified as cisgender hetero and people force labels on people. Um, absolutely. And, and what I hate about the labeling, like, I have to be honest, this trans amorous, trans attractive boondoggle that's been created um, before any of us on the stream showed up. You know, labels come with a level of ex like labels bring expectations. And that's what I don't like about the trans amorous label. Like I, I get that there should be a title, but there should be a title or a label or a descriptor that doesn't come with that isn't loaded. So, you know, some people see, well, he says he's trans amorous, so he's supposed to be this knight in shining armor. And I'm like, that's not what anybody I didn't sign up to be a knight in shining armor. I signed up to just be a guy who would be open, never DL. And I would do my best to be an ally to the community and be a protector of the community. That's, that's all, all that I really means, signed though. up for. That's what, what up? That's, that's all trans amorous means that I'm trans loving. So therefore, I'm mm -hmm. down to be an ally of trans women as mm -hmm. well as date them. But that doesn't mean that. I'm going to be attracted to every single trans woman, just like a cis hetero normative straight man isn't attracted to every cisgender woman. You know what I mean? Like there's that. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a whole lot of that in there. So, um, and yeah, it's, it's the expectations. It's like you, you can get with a guy that says he is trans amorous. That does not mean the relationship is going to work out. That does not mean he will be the perfect partner for you. This, this, we, we have to measure our expectations. We are all humans. We are imperfect. And not everything's going to work out. Like we're, You're not guaranteed a Disney ending if you end up, if you find a man who says he's trans -amorous. And you know what? Let's be real. It's a lot of motherfuckers out there who use these motherfucking titles to, um, to get girls. 
There's a lot of motherfuckers out there that ain't really about the shits, and they just using the shit. They're using the titles to just be like, hey, so you know, I'm transamorous, or I'm I'm an advocate. Like, all that, that shit. Like, too? It is. It is. And right. I have seen the receipts. That, that That's a chaser. I that's not transamorous. But it... And I'm not, but that's the thing is like, we're all people different, but I, I'm just saying it's like, there are scumbags out there using these titles to get to, to, to advance themselves in this bullshit. Really, there's no way, ladies who are listening to this, there's no way to tell if a guy is really, uh, 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 oh gosh, there, there is no, there is no um, way to tell if somebody's a piece of shit or not right up front you have to give them time to show you who who they really are and there is no way to be like yo uh uh hey this this guy's good and this guy's bad you can't tell that right off the bat there's no way there's no perfect system to get the to, to filter out all the shitheads out there like because if there were so many women in this community wouldn't have such a big problem with the niggas there's a whole gang of fuck niggas preying on this community there's a gang of them motherfuckers out there and they far outnumber us at least dudes in these in our groups and on this show. Um, you know, I'm fully willing to admit that fuck niggas have savaged this community for decades, you know, killing and doing all that shit. So, you know, it's 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 definitely fucked up. But um and and, and I here's I just want to say <laughs> L Morgan Lee, what up, what up? Welcome to the show. I don't think I've seen her name on the show before. I never did. Um who puts expectations of transgender men on that time? That's awful. Most of us do have thriving lives and careers and are keeping our eye out for a partner, not a knight. Absolutely. Um, everybody should be keeping their eye out for a partner. And it's somebody who's actually like who exists on this planet, who's realistic and not a fantasy. Um, <laughs> like Disney is not real. Tyler Perry movies are not real. Steve Harvey's a liar. Derek Jackson's a liar. Uh, do not listen to any of those motherfuckers. <laughs> Selling you that fake shit. Because <laughs> we some real motherfuckers out here. I'm going to bring on Trail before we move on. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's up? Yo, what's up? Yo. <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn in the house. So what's going on, Ariana, uh, Michaela, or I'm sorry, Cookie Mio and Michaela Raymond. What's going on, Tony? Tony Owen, she's she's definitely dope. Um wait, that's basically where all this sorry. Uh Tony was commenting on the growth aspect, the journey aspect. <laughs> That's basically where all men start their life in, in dealing with us, but it takes a strong man to move forward in growth and being mature. And, you know, men out there listening to this, like it really does take a level of mental work and, and, and you really have to, you got to take a chance and just rally against the system. You kind of do. Um, you kind of just have to say, I don't care anymore. And you have to just, you have to take a leap of faith and just let the chips fall where they may. You know, um, at least that's how I approached it. And I was like, fuck it, I'm doing this. You know, I would also say any guys out there who's who's going to have conversations with people, be ready, be ready for all sorts of questions and side shit. Like, don't I would I would say be be unmovable, be unshakable. You have to be ready for questions and side shit and for them to throw certain curveballs at you, but you have to be able to stand in your shit 
So definitely be determined to stand in like, look, this is what it is. You can say this all you want to, but it's really this. And this is where I'm at. Like nothing about what you're going to say is going to change this. I'm just letting you know, this is where I'm at. Person I love. Family, mom, dad, whoever the fuck. What up, bro? I was going to say, you know something? I think sometimes it takes being destructively DL is what will get, what will snap you out of that. When you Mm. realize you're hurting the girl more than like you're caring for yourself more than you realize the damage you're doing to the girl. Cause mm-hmm. I've been in that situation. I did not feel well from about myself. And after I had to rethink a lot of shit, like if, if I truly actually even loved her, if I was doing this type of shit. That's what's up, man. And that's, and that's some, see, that's the shit that happens when you just a decent ass human being, man. You're just like, Oh fuck. Am I fucking up? Am I, I'm hurting this person. Like, it's some folks out there that just don't give a fuck how they treat other people and they just, you know, they they okay with hurting folks. And, and that's, selfish. You know, yeah, selfish. Fuck, well, they all they only worry about, well, should she give me the pussy or she paying for this? Or, you know, it's some user, broke ass niggas that just be trash that just out there to use people. Now, I know it's other niggas out there that ain't using nobody that's trash, but it's just a gang of trash motherfuckers out there, dude. Like, I'm not on this all men suck shit, but. It's just way too many men that ain't shit in these spaces. And, you know, we got to call this shit out. But, you know, if you're listening to this right now and you're a man and, you know, you you're on the you're on the border or you're doubting yourself or whatever else, or you just don't want to be out, like really take stock, take stock and, and, and make sure that you're not hurting somebody. Because that's where I draw the line is when you start hurting the community, that's when you're unaccept- it's, it's unacceptable. You can have all the growth you want to to be ready, but do it in a way that doesn't hurt anybody. So don't jump into relationships. Don't keep anybody in the, in the closet and all that other shit. Like you can be stealth in your growth before fucking with other people's emotions. I'm sorry, Tro. Go ahead, man. I want to say this right quick, too, because mm-hmm. I know. We're familiar with one gentleman that's like this. We ain't gonna say no names though. <laughs> when you are a grown man and you don't have no job, no real steady income, really nothing to bring to the table offer a woman. Because, like I said before, having to be in a relationship or even dating costs money. You know what I mean? Regardless of what, it costs money. If you don't, if you can't. Do nothing about that. You can't hold your own on that end. You should not be dating. Stop trying to date. Get yourself solidified first. Then you can you can look out at other options of dating and all that. And I mean, I've been trying to tell a lot of dudes that. I'm like, yo, man, you know, I didn't realize that when I was younger. You know, when I was like 18, mm-hmm. 19. But when I got like 21, I was like, oh shit. Yo, you really need to have some cash or some steady income to even offer a girl. Mm. Not to give to her, but to take her out. Buy a couple of mm. things. You know what I mean? What if she come over your house? And a lot of dude like me that don't have a car. Well, I gotta put her in the car. I gotta put her in the car back home. That costs money too. So hold on. I gotta pull up Uber Lyft and put her in the car back home. But then again, you got some dudes that don't even have that. And really want <laughs> Oh, you want to be with them? Are you fucking serious? Yo, Betrell, Betrell, he got a Metro card though. Yo, <laughs> I, I hear you. Because <laughs> us New Yorkers, we know. But I'm, just, I'm just speaking in general. Because me personally, 
Especially now, like me, I never like to put a girl on a train back home. If I didn't like, mm-hmm. if I put you on a train back a train or a bus back home, that means I really didn't care nothing about you. I'm just fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any girl I, I'm dealing with, and I'm dealing with, and I'm putting you, I'm getting, letting you make sure you get back home. I'm putting mm-hmm. you in some type of car service, either cab, Uber, or Lyft. One of the two, one of the three. I'm gonna make mm-hmm. sure you get home. because that's just a gentleman likely. That's what a gentleman to do. Period. That's for sure. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Metro Car. No, but, read it though. Read it though. Read it though. Oh, what does it say? Oh, I will take a seat. Came today. Oh. Take the F train right to Jamaica. Exactly. But um, I say it like this um, because you're getting a lot of fans on this one, so I have to bring us back down to reality a little bit. Um, look, there, I, I, I wouldn't say that being broke means that you shouldn't be out here dating. It just means you should be with somebody who is comfortable with you being broke, but also do it in a way where you're not trying to use somebody. Like there are broke couples out there. They, they got better love than folks with money. Sure do. There's folks out there struggling together. And they loving, they loving each other, and they living their motherfucking life. And I, I just think it's possible to, you know, find love, you know, and, and not be the richest man in the world. And I'm, I'm only speaking from the black perspective, but you know, black men in large don't have a lot of money. You know, women out there, if you're looking for that black man with money, um, you're gonna be in for a long haul because it's gonna be a while before you find that dude. I'm sorry. Before you find that man who who makes a lot of taxable income, right. I'm, I'm only speaking from income recorded by the government. Yep. So you know, right? Uh, uh, yeah, had to clear that up because uh, look, let's be real. Uh, what was it? Oh, that's right. Statistics: U.S. Department of Labor reports that the median income for a black man in America is forty-two thousand dollars. We can all admit that that is not the most money in the world, but that is the median income for black men. So if if there are black women out there searching for black men, looking for them to have all this money to trick off on them and do all this other shit, you're going to have a tough time. Six figure men only they're the top eight percent of earners, men who make seven, seventy five thousand and up. That's still only like the top 13, 15 percent. You still got eighty five percent of black men out there who ain't making the chatter like that. So it really when, when, when we start talking about money, when, when we start talking about money and, and men paying and all that other stuff, I really it, I, I, I have to make sure that I am not allowing. I'm not I'm not allowing, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out there the narrative that people need to uh, 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 be measured in their expectations. And, you know, when we're talking about stuff, only we're talking about relationships and partnerships, like we're not talking about somebody adopting a whole ass human being. Like fuck that. <laughs> so yeah, you know, well, we all got to bring something to the table. Yeah, look. Yeah, but let's taking care of on. each other is definitely a piece to the puzzle. You know, you definitely can't show up to. You can't show up with nothing to contribute on either side. That's for sure. And, and it is. And I, I'm totally with you, man. When it comes to a lot of these dudes out here using women, being broke, living on a couch. Or sleeping with them, ain't got no car, ain't got no nut, ain't got no this, ain't got no that, and they just bums. 
they li- they live in couch to couch, bed to bed. Like, f- fair enough, because it is a lot of bum trash niggas out here that's doing that shit. But there are some guys that are well intentioned who just ain't got it like that. And I wanna I wanna leave space for them to be able to find love because I think it's possible for them. It's just you know, there's a woman out there that's that's for that dude. It's just. You know, he might have to drive you back home himself in his, you know, used car <laughs> instead of, you know, but I know it's different in New York. I know it's New York, y'all. Don't nobody, ain't nobody really driving out there and they taking the metro and then lifts and all that junk. So I know it's different out there. I'm just, you know, in the rest of the world, <laughs> we drive automobiles. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's... um. Love alone don't pay the bills. I need it. I'm sorry. Yo, cars require too much fucking maintenance. All right, so we're going here right now, apparently. Love alone don't pay the bills. I need a man to pay a bill, okay? And you know what? Men should be paying a bill. Yes. Not, I'm not going to say all the bills. You know, I'm actually comfortable with more of a 70-30, 80-20 split. Like, if I took care of 70% of the bills and you took care of 30, cool. At least it's not a 100-0, and I'm doing everything, and you ain't contributing nothing. How is that a partnership? That ain't a partnership. How about this, though? I'll I got to depend it. Yo, how about this? I'll pay the light bill, but I'm going to take them light bulbs with me when I leave your house, though. Ah, <laughs> that's that petty shit. That's that yeah. petty shit. Oh, shit. I'm just, I, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> Yo, women that want you to pay everything. Be the provider, right? <laughs> Which me personally, I don't mind being a provider. But that's 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 provider. outdated. That's but that's outdated traditional standards in a modern dating world. I paid everything before I ended up broke right. that way. <laughs> yeah, would you have to show for it being broke? Right. Like, oh, you gotta move back to your parents. But I always yeah. say this: I wouldn't mind being the provider. Oh, I would, I would love to be a provider, especially for my mm-hmm. own. But your nails. Your hair, all that other shit. That's on you, baby. I mean, <laughs> that's equitable because uh what else are you paying for if you ain't paying none of the fucking bills? <laughs> like, let's be real. I'll be the provider, but everything, all that other extra shit that you going on not looking all good, that gotta be you, mm-hmm. baby. I can't do that. Now, see here, my thing with that, bro, is. Like, there are men out here who want their woman to have their nails done, got all this other shit. Like, they got all these requirements for how their woman should show up. And I'm actually down with putting a little something on it. Like, yo, if I want my chick to, like, hey, I, I want you to have your nails done. I, I, could put a, I could put a little bit on it. Like, I ain't gonna pay for the whole damn thing, but I'll pay for half. Like, I'll put something on it. Like, I ain't gonna just expect you to cover the whole cost. But, you know, let's say it costs you $500 a month. Well, it shouldn't be fine. Let's say it costs you, let's just say it costs you $2,000 a year to keep up with your nails. I'll throw a thousand on it or fifteen hundred. Like, I ain't gonna pay for all of it, but I'll put, put a little something on it. I'm gonna be honest That's cool. with you, Chris. Yeah. And I'm, I agree, but when you live here in New York, right? Yeah. You got this lady that do nails. She's Cardi B nails, nail, nail technician. Mm hmm. All the girls go to her now. All the girls. Mm. And that woman, I'm going to let you know, that woman starts off $400. Mm. That's, the, that's the lowest price she is. $400. Can I do mm. So, like I said, you as a grown woman, <laughs> you pay that. 
Well, I mean, yeah, if you want the top of the line luxury shit, then yeah, that's kind of unreasonable. But, you know, just a, your standard or maybe even above average nail tech ain't gonna cost that much, man. Don't like, money to help your girl look good because you want her to look good. Just don't look money that way. But that's that's that that's that just putting it putting a little bit in, but it ain't that well, I'm the provider. Like I like look. The men, and this is just to the ladies out here, the men that, that were like your dad and your granddad don't exist anymore. These niggas, niggas is not running around here uh, 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 repairing a sink and fixing the, fixing the toilet and running outside and fixing and, and working on a car outside and shit. Like, them niggas ain't here no more. We, that, it's a different kind of man now. We ain't, we ain't the fix it up man. And you, and you are not the stay in the kitchen woman. We have all changed. And we need to change our expectations as we change along with society. Women are making money now. Women are, you know, they have abilities to bring in revenue. And, you know, this isn't a one-sided, like, yes, the traditional was great. It, 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 let's just say it worked when um, men were the only ones that were allowed to make serious money. But a lot of times now you're, you're and I'm just speaking in a black service specifically, a lot of times, Women make more than men. Black women is the largest demographic enrolling in colleges. You know, like they're the I'm sorry, they're the largest like demographic, like in terms of increased. Yeah. You know, like their their numbers are increasing and they're starting to outpace black men because you know, more black men are being tossed in jail. And you know, for, for whatever reason, black women are becoming more educated than the men and they're making more money than the men, and they're expecting men to make as much as them. And that ain't that's not realistic because right. I say it's not realistic because the numbers aren't there to support that reality. Brothers ain't make, brothers ain't getting paid like that. But you know what? On the flip side, fellas, we got to deal with our own toxic masculinity around that shit because if your woman makes more than you, you should not have a fucking problem with that shit. You should not, that should not be an impediment to you being okay with being with her because some dude's getting their yeah. chest. Oh, no, I'm going to protect her. I'm the provider. I, I got a man has to be this. See, that's that deprogramming shit. Mm -hmm. You got to deprogram woman, yourself. The woman I was in a relationship with had more than me. I'm just mm. honest, had more than me. And that shouldn't stop a man from trying to get more, but it should not be what? like a requirement like, well, you got to get your stuff together. You got to. No. Let's not play those games as if, you know, everybody has the same opportunities. Like, woman succeeded. Great. But, you know, I think sometimes black men are dealt with a little bit too harshly and we're dealt with on a standard of like the rest of the public, like black men and white men aren't the same, you know. Um, so, you know, it is what it is, but obviously we are we are definitely talking. This is a trans show. So, yes, we do recognize that there is an added layer of difficulty in that. But, um, you know, I'm really just largely talking to the man has to pay for everything. Yeah, but one, one second, though. Bro. I think some people might get it fucked up in thinking that just because a person has white skin, that automatically they get in this crazy bank and shit like that. But, yo, I know some black men that make more money than some white men. And sure. I know Latinos that don't get shit. And I know Latinos that have really good money. You know, I mean, me me being mixed, I'm white, Latino, Italian, you know, all that other shit. So it's like, 
I've known people from all these different cultures, and just because they look a certain way does not make them rich. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Absolutely. It's um, I think it's more of an analysis of the group, a cross section of America, shit, um, and anything else. But yeah, there are people in those high tax brackets, all colors. Um, it's just less of them in certain demographics. But um, you know, Nefertiti brought up a, a decent point about you know black trans women having a difficulty finding work and all of all of that, and that's definitely something that is at play here as well. But you know, uh, Nefertiti, what we were really, what I guess what I kind of steered the show to confronting <laughs> was the notion that uh, it should be expected that the man pays for everything and the woman pays for nothing. And in a modern dating world, I would say that is, um, I don't know, a problematic uh, narrative that is only palatable to people that are looking to be users. So, um Sorry, I'm looking for I'm at least for me specifically, I'm I'm interested in people, women who have something to contribute. Not just financially, but you know, financial is a part of it too. Like I'm I'm not gonna fund the whole household and, and you just doing it. Like what do you have a job? What are you doing? Like, how is this what's happening now? So it's just like they're there, it's a partnership. We help each other grow, we help each other in our professional lives. Like, you know, I want to be with somebody that at least for me specifically, I want to be with somebody that is ambitious in that, in that realm and looking to, you know, achieve. And, you know, even if it's like, yo, I got this business idea and we're going to start this business. We have to do this, this, and this cool. Let's go get that money. Let's go get that motherfucking money. Let's go. Oh, you want to, you want to start up this project? You want to start up that project? You want to start this nonprofit? Cool. Let's get this nonprofit rolling. So you can get out there and get some of that money and you'll be good. Like I'm here to help out with that shit, but it can't be like, well, my man paid for this, and he paid for that, and paid for that, and I don't do nothing but just show up. No. Yeah, you got some high maintenance woman. What up, bro? Wait, 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 wait. You, I was saying, unless you want a high maintenance woman. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, I've never, uh -uh, I've never been particularly interested in that, but okay. High maintenance is bum ass to me. If you ask me, I don't fuck with you. I don't care how any girl feel. You so what high maintenance? If you're high maintenance, you should be able to maintain your high maintenance. If you can't maintain your high maintenance, you're not high maintenance. Please, get out of here with that bullshit. Don't <laughs> maintain your high maintenance. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Now, look, don't get it twisted. Like, I love spoiling the women that I'm with. Like, I, I shit, if, if, I'm, if I'm fucking with you that hard, you know, Christmas, I'm, I'm definitely down to go buy a $3,000 bag for Christmas or get you something really nice for your birthday, but that ain't every day every month like that this is not i am not daddy warbucks it is different <laughs> we are a different age so it's like yeah I'm, who was spoiling somebody but it it's something that I, I want to not because i have to and that's i think that's where i'm trying to get to it's like these are things that we should do because we like love each other whatever but it shouldn't be a requirement that somebody funds your life and gets you everything you want all the time like you should be able to pay for some shit on your own that, but that's just me. I typically date women that have that same mindset, so it isn't. It's not a problem for me. Sorry, yeah. I know I doubt. Um, so, fellas, I wanted to move on to something else because we kind of. <laughs> oh yeah, right, Michaela. Fellas, <laughs> where y'all at? So here's the thing: that the, the crazy thing about these streams that that we're doing, these podcast episodes that we're doing, Michaela and everybody else is, 
you know, live in the moment, comic sex is definitely dominated by women, viewership dominated by women. And then video, like on-demand viewing, skews heavily male. So, you know, I know a lot of y'all ladies just be seeing, like, y'all in these comments and stuff. But after the fact, you know, the analytics that I get back from YouTube and Facebook, you know, the audience skews, like, 75% male, believe it or not. Wow. So, you know, the on the, like, the live streams, y'all y'all be on this. And I appreciate the comments. And thanks for watching. I fucks with y'all on that. Um, but, yeah, it's I know you want to see more men in the comments. But a lot of times they just catch it whenever, you know. Plus Spotify is very heavy in the podcasting game, and you can't comment on that. Oh, for sure. For sure. People catch us on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, Anchor. You know, they'll just watch it after the fact. So, oh, that's why Beyonce and JC, Jay-Z relationship can work, but they both on the same level financially. That is true. But that only, but that's a that's a rule for celebrities, not regular people like us. Right. Mm-hmm. Celebrities need somebody that's on their level financially, but a woman who's making sixty thousand dollars, no, it's now right. we're not playing those games here. Uh uh-uh. uh no, uh, no, 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 no. Your man can make forty thousand, and y'all will be just fine. Yeah. If you're making seventy thousand and he's making fifty, you will be just fine. He doesn't have to make the seventy like you do. I was playing Steve that earlier to somebody. I was like, you got to think about it also. Yeah, they get money together, of course. But they both, how you say, they balance each other out. And the reason why they balance each other out is they both feed off of what one another could do for each other, you know? Daisy has that hustling business mind frame. Mm-hmm. So he put that in her for her to get that business mind frame also. But then mm-hmm. you got to think about this. <clears throat> that fame, that fame boosts his credibility also up. So it kind of just, you know, goes goes together very well, you know. So Absolutely. I think, yeah, pairing pairing definitely counts. I just want to throw that in there. Jasmine, <laughs> she being funny tonight. <laughs> you know, fucked up the game. Uh, hold on, sorry. Um, what was it? Uh, you guys are forgetting one part of the equation. High-maintenance women will want or I'm assuming that's one instead of wait, uh, want a high maintenance man, which is, you know, totally true. Uh, uh, or as Kevin Samuels calls it a high value man. But, uh, you know, look, niggas with money ain't going at it. They, 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 will get them, they will get those girls yeah. and they'll have them just so that they can be their date to a wedding or, right. or to a banquet. But like when they looking for their queen, yeah. When, they, when you're looking for that Angela Bassett, queen of a, a, a Wakanda chick, like them girls ain't gonna cut it. And them dudes, like, yeah, nah, I'm good. I always say that. <laughs> yeah. How about you, man? It's not for no high maintenance girl at all. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's Yo. not like that. It's Yo, different. I might, I'm, I might be controversial here. Uh-oh. I might be controversial here. I consider myself a value man. Like, I like, like I'm not, I'm not rich, but. I am of some value, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm a good, I'm a good dude. But say that, yeah. Yeah, but but I don't need this four or five star Michelin restaurant. I mean, yo, give me a fucking <laughs> yo, yo, give me a fucking chicken sandwich from the fucking bodega corner store over there. You know what I'm saying? You know, and a, and a nice Arizona green tea, you know what I'm saying? For a dollar. <laughs> <You know what laughs> saying? 
Look, there's there's a chick out there that's fucking with that man. There is. While some chicks listen, this might be like, oh hell no. Well, that's cool. That's not for you. But there is somebody out there fucking with it, and just wants somebody to treat him right. And it's all good. You know, it's all good. I think everybody's got different priorities out here. But um, I kind of want to shift gears real quick because we 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 definitely been here for a minute. And ladies. Oh, it's about to get, I don't know if it's negative. I don't know. But anywho, this is a message for the fellas, for the young men. Out there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, this is, in this show, we we, we share our experiences in, in hopes of helping, you know, guys navigate these spaces in a, in a in, 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 prepare them. So, you know, guys, we, something that I've talked about before um is you know a lot of negative energy that a lot of negative energy and toxicity that's thrown at cis men in this space and um you know before i've talked about you know people and how they act at certain events or how they might call you a name or whatever else you know the the dreaded c word whatever you know it's still the reasoning for that still stands you know a lot just just please understand that Whatever's coming from them has a lot more to do with them than it does with you. Like you have no part in this. A lot of this comes from their past experiences and, and unresolved hurt and trauma from whatever some other guy did. Um, and, and, and here's what I, I'm also going to add on something else since I've just had, you know, recent experience in this space. Um, Clubhouse. It's a motherfucking thing. And a lot of people are on Clubhouse. Guys, if you get into a room and you get into a space and, you know, there's it's a trans community space, whatever. And if you feel any hint of anti-male, like anti-cis male um, sentiments or anti-transamorous, whatever, trans attractive sentiments, get the fuck out of there. Um, there are lots of people, there are lots of women in the trans community that are not here to truly hear a cis male or who are not truly here to understand you or respect you. So do not stay in hopes of trying to convince people, trying to show them like, hey, I'm not like everybody else, like I'm this, like getting them on the idea that they're all men, like getting trying to move them away from this, like all men ain't shit. Walk away from it, guys. It is not worth your time. It is not worth your time and energy. And there are lots of people that just aren't interested in hearing you. And I think we, I think a lot of people need to do a better job of that because something else that happens on Clubhouse a lot is um, trans women will go into cis spaces and they'll, they're sitting there arguing with people that don't respect them, think they're men, and you know, they're trying to change mind, hearts and minds in a space where nobody's trying to listen. They're not actually trying to truly hear you and respect you. And, um, you know, that's something that was happening a lot on, in, in Clubhouse. But, you know, on the, on the flip side of it, guys, look, if you get into a room and you're feeling any bit of hostility, just walk away. Arguing, trying to help people understand, talk it out. They have already made their mind up about you and you just need to leave. And I would say that is a safe, safe course of action in a lot of different spaces. Um, you know, I know Trail has talked about how people have reacted to him in, in actual in-person events. Um, but, you know, that, that leads me really to my next point. And I would say, guys, whatever, hmm, 
I would say, guys, whatever is thrown at you, you don't have to take. You don't have to sit there and be berated or cussed out or just straight up shit on when you have done nothing to anybody. If you are a guy that 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 has done nothing destructive to the community, you don't know any of the people that's coming at you, whatever else, you don't have to take that shit. Walk the fuck away. Do not stand there, sit there and go, oh, I'm just a cis guy. Like, yeah, well, that's just what it is. Like, they've had guys hurt them, so I understand. No. Do not tolerate it. Do not sit in it. Leave. You do not deserve it. If you have done nothing wrong, you don't deserve it. And I'm going to say this next part, really, to the women out there. Nothing in your experience, nothing in your experience or anyone else's experience gives you free license to treat people like shit. I don't give a fuck what happened to you in your past, at what point in time. Nothing gives you a free license to treat someone you don't know like shit. You don't know this person. You they they have most likely not done anything wrong to you or anybody that you know. And you can't start out with, well, I'm going to treat this person like shit because other men have treated me like shit. That is some bullshit. And it needs to fucking stop. And I'm telling guys right now, do not accept that shit. Do not validate it. Do not give it life at all. Nothing on this planet gives anyone a right to treat somebody else they don't know like shit off junk. I get that people, I get that a lot of cis men have run through this community and has terrorized the fuck out of the women in the community. I get that. But just because a guy is cis does not, is not free license to be shitty to him. Just like, you know, a lot of times people like to compare these things to racial matters. Just because white people have been shitty to black people in history, throughout all of history, really, not all of history, most of the Western latest, I don't know what the fuck was happening back in Egypt time and all that shit. But, you know, in American history, just because they've been being, they've been shitty to black people throughout American history does not give me free license to run up on any white person I see or any white person that wants to come into my space and shit on them for something that they had nothing to do with. Now, for that wannabe ally, that person that's trying to come to you in good faith, yeah, it's on them to be like, to, to show themselves to be a good person. But we have to we have to get to a space where we're treating everybody with basic human decency from jump. So, hi, human. How are you? I'm going to give you basic human decency like I give everyone else. Not this. Well, cis men are trash and they all suck and I'm going to treat them all like shit. That is fucking bullshit. And men out there do not accept that. Do not accept that. If somebody is that hurt and they can't communicate or, 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 or communicate with you in any better way other than to spread their hatred and their toxicity, walk the fuck away. They are not, they are not meant for you to communicate with, and they're, it's not for you to get them to understand because they never will. They have to grow to a point where they can actually communicate with other human beings that are cis males in a productive manner. So that is not your responsibility, man. Walk the fuck away. Um, so I think it's. Like I'm sorry. What? Does it go down like that on Clubhouse? It does. Um, you know, I 
and, and I'm largely speaking from my own experience, but you know, I have, whenever I, I would say it like this, um, I was in a clubhouse room and uh, what the fuck were they talking about? They were talking about um, discrimination and they were talking about discrimination and some other stuff and just inter- intersex how, how um, discrimination and race and sexuality are intersecting and all this other stuff. And, um, you know, a guy I know got on, he got on and I was, uh, if you guys don't know anything about clubhouse clubhouse is a panel discussion like app, but you know, this guy got on and he was like, Hey, well, you know what, as a trans amorous man, um, I've seen this, this, and this kind of discrimination against trans women. And, you know, I've done what I can to help. I've helped trans women get jobs and I've done this. And then this this trans woman interrupts the fuck out of him. Was like, "Ugh, can we can we stop with that trans amorous shit?" And it was just like, "Yo, dude, this nigga just said he identifies as this, and that's why you're fucking shitting on him, even though he just said that he's doing all these good things and he has a track record or whatever the fuck." Like, dude, no, that doesn't give you free license. Like, what happened to you doesn't give you free license to be an asshole. It doesn't, and it never will. And anybody who thinks that they can treat people like that is trash as fuck. So I'm sorry I had to let it out. It it is what it is. But what I really want is to not see guys in this space who are sharing as equals with other people, gay, straight, trans, whatever, you know, all of that. Um, I don't want to see guys like this vilified the moment that they share that they are either trans amorous, trans attracted, or that they just simply just date women in this community. Um, so, you know, that shit's super, super trash. And, um, you know, I, I would love for it to stop, but I know it isn't because there's a lot of hurt people out there who just need to, you know, they're, they're just stuck in it right now. And that's cool. Be stuck, be stuck in it, but I'm not going to be your punching bag. I'm going to exit stage left and guys exit stage left. Do not sit in it. Walk away, That's Justin. I, I I see you chomping at the bit here. You ready to jump in, bro? No, I'm just saying. I'm like all in the dark about this. I'm not like familiar <laughs> with what's going on. Like I'm just like. I mean, this extends okay. to you know Facebook. You know, people get into Facebook comment wars, and it's like, don't com- don't go back and forth with this person if it's obvious they made their mind up already. If somebody has a general negative impression of cis men. They are going to show that and they're going to make it clear that they're not here to listen. They're not here to understand and freely exchange ideas. They're just here to be, you know, uh, 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 um, affirmed in their biases. And I I think it's um, and, you know, I I see people commenting about therapy and this, this and this. And look, therapy is great. It is what you make of it. But therapy is cool. And I wish it, it look if I hit the lottery tomorrow. I'd be paying for a lot of therapy for women in this community, but you know what? The reality is not everybody has access to it as well. So, you know, I, I, I recognize the fact that a lot of women in this community don't have access to it because they don't have access to proper medical care. They just, you know, have hard times getting jobs that provide benefits as well. So I totally get that. You know, that, that is a complete reality here. Oh, wait. I'm going to be honest. That's why I don't claim to be transformers because I really don't understand the word term. Like I told y'all before, I don't really understand the term. That's why I don't really claim it. I don't claim it. It's a loaded term. It is. It's loaded as fuck. Uh, But even if you don't use the term, you could just say, hey, I'm a cis man. 
who dates women in the trans community. And I mean, I said, you know, fuck, fuck the loaded term. I'm gonna say I'm I just say, yo, I date trans women. That's it. Yeah, that's cool. You can skip the the loaded terms and all that junk. I I'm I mostly do. I never say, yeah, guys, I'm trans amorous. I normally come in just saying, hey, um, yeah, I'm saying I mostly come in saying, hey, I date women in this specific community. I have a genitalia preference for this, and, and let it be. I explain clearly who I am and and what kinds of women I like specifically, and then let it be. And you know, um, some people might take exception with with cis men having a a preference, but we are entitled to have a preference like everyone else is. Like there are women else. out there that only want cis men with penises. There are women out there who prefer trans men. There are trans right. women out there who prefer cis men. I prefer trans women. And you know, if somebody says, "Hey, I only prefer my." I prefer my men with dicks or I like my men to come with a vagina. That's that's their fucking right. You can have that preference however the fuck you want. You know, that obviously that doesn't mean you're going to fuck with everybody that's got that, but so what? Like they like their man 6 feet tall. <laughs> I mean, well that, yeah, you know. Well, I mean 6'1 right here, but not now. <laughs> I mean 6 yeah, feet. <laughs> six three. I hate yeah. you guys. Yeah, but, but um it's cool. It's it is what it is. It's just yeah, but real quick though, um, back 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 to the point where where you made about uh treating people with human decency. Yes, like there was a post in a certain group mm-hmm. where a woman was generalizing all men, and then there was a certain guy that wanted to have a logical conversation, and he was giving some civil discourse and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And she goes ahead and she starts talking about all men in using the phrase autistic, but she was using it in a way where it was referencing the R word, which we all know is canceled. Like you're not supposed to use the R word anymore and everything like that. But to use the word autistic in place of it is not right either because I I have a family member that is autistic and he's a very normal functioning human being. The only thing is like you would more so have to engage him in conversation and then he could have a normal conversation with you. So it's like to go ahead and lay use that label in replace of the R word just because you can't use it anymore without getting called out. You should still be called the fuck out. And that's just one aspect of that conversation that I had a problem with. But there were plenty of other ones that mm-hmm. also too, and like she was very wrong. And the sad part is she will never admit to her wrongdoing. Yeah, um, and look, there's just some folks that are very comfortable in in how they are and in, at their level of growth. And um, you know, a lot of times people will find other folks that affirm it, and you know, put themselves in an echo chamber. And you know, um, I would say to all the women listening to this right now, please understand when I do have women on this platform, I give people full license to speak how they want, to 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 keep it real in the way that they see it. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely down for, you know, inviting voices on here that a lot of women can um, identify with whenever I, you know, do the mixed conversations. I think, Thinking about doing a, a panel with um, Niambi, and we're probably going to do like mixed 
and have more people on and all that stuff. Um, by the way, y'all if you need missed to like it, y'all dynamic. <laughs> Say what? I said I like yeah. that damn dynamic. I like that. Yep. For sure. She, go in she actually wants to listen. She wants to hear them. She wants to like, you know what I mean? I, I like that. You know who else? Yeah. Else? So I um, Hope. Hope is like that too. Yeah, Hope. Um, her, um, Claudette. Uh, Glaze is really good as well. Um, I mean, you know, even even uh, Samaya and Brianna are great with that. Um, you know, they do share their points of views, but a lot of times they're really even handed. And, you know, while they will call out men for one thing, you know, they will acknowledge certain realities that, you know, it isn't all one sided. And, you know, that's one thing I've taken great pains to do. Not great pains, but I, I just make sure that I do is that I call out all the trash ass men that's out there like I fully acknowledge that there are some bad horrible men occupying this space fucking over women not giving a fuck um you know trash beings aren't new by anything by any standards but you know I'm happy I'm happy with um canceling you know shit men in this community all fucking day um and and, and well, at least the ones that are shit and want to stay that way. I think there are there if there's a man out there who has been a piece of shit, but wants to grow and wants to be a better person, then cool. Come on in, bro. Like, come on into the group. You know, that's our group is really there to help foster a lot of that shit. And, you know, people can. Uh, there are a lot of folks that are afraid to ask real questions. But, you know, when people do, there's nothing but support in the comment sections in our in our men's only groups. And. Our men's only group is also open to trans men. Um, you know, this our, our space is not exclusionary to cis men. Um, the men like us Facebook, the men like us tribe Facebook group. We invite all men who are if, if you are a trans man and you find yourself attracted to women in the trans community. Cool. Come on in. Like, I'm I'm happy to hear from you and happy to fellowship with you. So. You know, trans men are men, and they they can join, they can kick it with us. So mm-hmm. I, I'm happy to kick it with them. So, um, anywho, I, I think that is really all that I needed to get off of my chest with this show. Um, you know, it is just really, I, I just I with, with this with this toxicity thing and negativity thing. It's just like there's a lot of realities that are just not being addressed, and it's just like look. We all want to be accepted for who we are. We all want to be treated with human decency and we need to give what we want. You're looking for people to to treat you this certain way. We need to be given that shit, especially when a guy comes and at the very least claims he's an ally. Obviously, not everybody's truthful on that. I will give you that. There are some guys out there that are just fucking scumbags trying to game their way into some shit. But, you know, we have to leave space for them to show themselves to be that. You know, um, instead of just cancel right off top and everything the cis man says is invalid because he cis. Like, it's, we're never going to get anywhere if we can't communicate with each other as, you know, two communities. So, anywho. Um, we them, we're not a part of their community. What's up? I said, if you ask them, we're not a part of their community. Well, and that's, we were talking about that earlier in the show, but that's some. It's a massive difference of opinion. I've heard the, the the girl that I was talking about that jumped down the guy's throat on Clubhouse for claiming that he was transamorous. She actually believes that we are part of the trans community and we don't need an extra label. 
And, you know, that's her thoughts on it. Um, and then I've heard other women say, nope, we got our own thing. Y'all say the fuck over there. We going to be over here. Um, I, I just know that there's a difference of opinion in terms of where we fit in here. And obviously there is no grand fucking like conference that this will be decided at. But, you know, it, it there, there there's a multitude of opinions on this, man. I don't know where it is. I don't know where we fit in. I'm I down for a conference. <laughs> <laughs> I would say wherever the fuck it is that we do fit in, I'm, I'm happy with the space I created for myself. I don't need to take up other folks' space. And I'm happy to just sit the fuck back and just, like, be of service and support. It's like so, I said on Facebook, LGBTQ plus mafia. <laughs> there we go. I'm cool with it. But, you know, like oh, I said. Another girl, too. Another girl, too, that's cool, too, is Zay. I had, a, I had a little conversation. Yes, yes. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Black to the Future podcast. Right. Hey, day. When she took over the um, Men's Like Us um, um, IG account, and I really mm-hmm. like, she really did a good job, and I really had a nice combo with her. She's yeah. Uh, Trans Day of Visibility. I gave her the password to the account. She could have posted whatever the fuck she. I said, do whatever you want to with the account. It's yours for the day. Because, you know, I'm here to give space to women on my platform on Trans Day of Visibility. Definitely here for that shit. So she did whatever she wanted to. I just watched. (laughs) Right. A lot of people, a lot of people even like was really like looking at me crazy because that's all I posted on my stories on Snap. Like on Snapchat. Oh, really? Because women, yeah. I have like, like anybody that has Snapchat, that has me on Snapchat, you know, I post like our kid the other day. I post all that. The whole day with women, the whole thing. So, yeah. 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 And basically, I posted like um, different trans women that I feel left a mark on society. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I posted that. like, yeah, and I posted like the photo with like a short story of what they were about and everything mm-hmm. like that. And, and to, those are for the ones that are passed away, but there was also ones that are still alive. I just put like, you know, just a short story about them. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you guys did more than me. I just only shared facts and just outed myself basically to <laughs> all my friends and family. Yeah, and that's <laughs> pretty fucking huge, man. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you did your part. Hey. Yeah, do not diminish that shit. Because I mean, I good job. <laughs> being allies, that means we are, you know, spreading the message, spreading understanding to all the people in our lives that we know who may not be fully up on game you know i've had a lot of my a lot of my male friends who are not into women and they're not into women in the in the um community they're not into dating trans women but they fuck with me so hard they want to learn about this shit so they a lot of my homies listen to this podcast just to learn Man, that's good. Like, I always have to have a debate with one of my homies about like the, the validity of trans women, all this stuff, or where am I in the alf- in the alphabet soup? Like, we always have this discussion. That's a part of what uh, I guess inspired uh, me asking this question, mm-hmm. was because he was like, "No, nah, you can't fit yourself in the straight community because like you're just not straight if like you partake in that type of stuff." And I'm just like, "The hell do you mean about that?" Like. I love women. Like it's, it, like there is like no way around that. Because Absolutely. according, because according to them, we're all going to hell. <laughs> well, and, and that and that process comes from somebody who doesn't see trans women as women. So it's really like, well, you fucking with dudes, so 
nigga, you ain't straight. Like that's really where it's coming from. Like my my one of my sisters um was just like, Well, I mean, it's dick on dick, so how is that straight? And I'm like, nigga, take take the genitals out of it because people get stuck on this genital shit. That's right. Like, throw that out the motherfucking window. That's what I've been saying. Like it's so, yeah. oh my god. I'm tired of going to the these arguments. All I gotta say to that is welcome to Montero. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, it's. I think it's uh, what, and and you know that the thing is that's that's one piece of the puzzle for this is guys like us, men like us, huh? Um, you know, guys who are being open and living in their truth. We all come with an understanding that what makes a woman has nothing to do with what's in between her legs. Whether we have a preference for one thing sexually or another, nothing in between her legs means that she is or isn't a woman to us. So, you know, we always move forward with the idea like, well, yeah, all trans women are women. Like, of course, they're just as much of a woman as a cis woman. Like, have you talked to any of these girls? Like, come on, what the fuck? Um, and that's, I've, I've, I've been educating one of my, I have a friend that's similar. Like, he, he hasn't actually said the shit like your friend is. And he's kind of, he's moving in a, a different, better direction but he him and i we were we work on this understanding of like look we boys we've been boys for 20 years um it's all about respect at this point man so you you're not gonna cross the line that's gonna disrespect me and i'm gonna just try and help you grow your understanding but you know it really is respecting trans women as women and i i try to get them to understand that like look the thought processes of a lot of women in this community is the same shit you're gonna get out there in cis world like it really is one for one a lot of times when you're dealing with them mentally in terms of their responses to certain things and how they flow and how they carry themselves. So it, it really it really takes like talking to women in this community and really learning a lot of women in this community. And, you know, there really is no difference. There is a difference because, you know, there are just some things you have to consider, like dysphoria and all that stuff. But, you know, on some level, on a lot of levels, there isn't, you know. A woman is a woman is a woman at the end of the day. Right. So um, but anywho, it's a it's a whole ass thing. But yeah, you know, trans women uh, uh I'm sorry, trans day visibility, definitely a thing. Um and, and lays out there. I know a lot of folks, a lot of the frustration and a lot of animosity for you know the trans amorous community um really, you know, has a lot to do with you know, not a lot of women not seeing certain things from us. And all I can say is, look, this is a slow process. We will get there. Um, we are already starting to plan our first in-person community like service event for our own little group of men like us. You know, um, we're already starting to organize, you know, nonprofit status is on its way. Like we're we're going to be educating and, and doing all sorts of things um, with this group. And the work is the work is coming. The work is already being done mentally. There is a lot. There's a lot that's happening that you're just not seeing. And, you know, I prefer to be in the shadows doing the work in, 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 in the backgrounds, especially in spaces that I didn't create myself. Um, so just just know that, you know, things are moving and we are, you know, going to be showing up and having our own presence at certain things. But, you know, definitely know our intention is never to, you know, be in the front. Like, look at me. Look at me, everybody. Like that's 
I'm happy for us to just be of service and help set up stages and wash some dishes and be ticket takers. And we don't got to be on no fucking stage for nothing. You know, we could be walking. We can be we can be the circle that protects the march, you know, when we march and shit like we I'm cool with just being a support to the community. We don't need to be out front. We're only doing this so that we can reach more men and help them move in a positive direction. That's the reason why we're on these platforms. The reason why we're speaking publicly like this, because we reach more guys this way. Word of mouth is not word of mouth is not a great marketing um, strategy in 2021. Um, anybody who wants to start anything should never rely on word of mouth. Um, digital marketing is just the way that things work now. Digital spaces is how you reach a lot of people. And you'd be surprised. I mean, there are people all, all around the world watching this. And lots of guys, you know, hit me up, say, hey, man, this really opened up my eyes. Thanks for thanks for doing this. Like, this is helping men and helping them find strength and, and, and a little normalcy in their life. Because the more that they feel normal, the easier it's going to be for them to be normal around you and, and to help normalize relationships between cis men and women in the trans community. So, you know, there is definitely a point to all of this. Um, there is a need for it. It is a valid thing and it's necessary. We're going to keep on doing it. Whether people like it or not, we're going to keep on talking. We're going to keep on sharing our experiences. We're going to keep on affirming men who are doubting themselves. We're going to keep on educating men who are hungry for knowledge. You know, we're, we're going to keep on. So despite what Don't anybody says or thinks. Yeah, see, <laughs> we're going to keep showing up, y'all. We ain't going nowhere. Uh, we are here to stay. And, um, you know, that's what it is. So um, I think that is it for the show. Uh, Mike Brooklyn, tell them where, you, where they can find you, man. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Brooklyn and also the Real Talk podcast. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't put an episode out this week yet, but most likely over the weekend or sometime. Um, but yeah, I post my podcast on my Twitter page and I post plenty others, just like the Men Like Us podcast. I post on there a lot. So uh, yeah, check it out. Give the Real Talk podcast a listen. Um, I cover various range of different topics. Mm-hmm. Brother Justin, tell them where they can find you, man. Uh, you can always find me on T Valley, Transaction, uh, Men Like Us Tribe. And you can also follow me on Instagram, uh, jalva06. Brother Trail? Yeah, I think he might have froze up. Oh, she is. Well, while we're waiting for Trail to get back, um, everybody, please, please, please like and follow, like the Men Like Us podcast on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, Please give us a five-star review on all the podcasting platforms. Even leave a positive note if you want to. If you ain't got nothing positive to say, don't leave no fucking notes. <laughs> five-star uh, reviews are are only allowed, only five stars. Um, then we do have the Men Like Us Tribe Facebook group. It is a support group that's men's only. It's a safe space for us. It's a safe space for you to learn. So by all means, join. If you do try and join, uh, make sure you answer all the questions because we have people that kind of bypass questions and you're not getting in unless you answer all the questions. 
<laughs> we, <laughs> we we are not that we are selective in who joins, but you know we verify certain things. So there's a little bit of a screening process. Make, yes, makes yes. it a little bit harder for you know infiltrators to just pop in. So um, yes, and somebody asked about a meetup. Oh, Jasmine's asking if there's going to be a meet and greet this summer. Um, for the guys, yeah, uh, we are all kind of getting together in May. So uh, us already met each other, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I met Trail last in October. Right. <laughs> We kicked it. He showed me around. He's a good host in New York. We had a good time out there. But I mean, so, we, we, we definitely don't have a problem meeting some of the ladies here and there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, see, no. What we're not going to do <laughs> is use this podcast as a vehicle oh, no, to no, meet no, no, women. I, that, that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying she, <laughs> she asked the question. I'm like, yo, if you want to hang out, hang out. Uh, yes, Jasmine, please reach out hey, to Mike. I, you, you already have his contact. I know. Y'all already connected, so Please reach out to the man. Um, but we will be doing, um, you know, some in-person events eventually. And But, you know, it's really mostly to bring guys together and, you know, really do a lot of volunteer events. So I really want to get guys out there. I, it's, it's my dream. It's my vision to get men together to physically show up for women in the community. And I want us to be there. And I want women to see that men are showing up in certain spaces and helping out and volunteering and being of support and being of help. So uh, I'm sorry, of service. So I, I, that's really my dream. And, you know, um, we're, we're going to make that happen. We are going to get together and we are going to, um, yeah, we're going to be helping out. We'll, we'll have some more volunteer events next year. We're kind of focusing on one large event this year, um, but we'll have some more smaller stuff coming up next year for sure. More volunteer events and opportunities for brothers out here. And um, yeah, so I guess with all that, that is, oh, I'm sorry, Trail, you, you froze up when I was telling everybody where they can find each other. So where can they find you, bro? Oh, yeah, no, uh, um, uh, first of all, um, the Men Like Us um, YouTube um, channel, everybody subscribe there. You can watch all the playbacks and everything. Make sure y'all give it a thumbs up, please. Yes, thumbs up. I was on the playbacks heavy last night. That's all I was doing last night was watching all the video. And I'm just trying to get sharper with my with my talking views and my points. I'm just trying to get sharper with that because I want to get better with that. But mm. anything, you can find me on King, at, at King, at King Trail on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All right? Mm-hmm. Facebook, you can't, all you can do is you probably can send me a friend request right now because I'm in Facebook, Facebook Trail, but I'll be out next week. But you know, um, yeah. free to homie, <laughs> yeah, free, free, free trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, find me on King Queen everywhere. I'm on all platforms. Bless me. I'm, I'm here. Mm. Just hit me up. Uh, that's what's up. And everybody, thanks for listening. I know this has been another long one, but you know, had a lot of shit to say today. So, um, with that, we will actually. Uh, this, is, this is average now. <laughs> yeah, right. This is getting closer to average. But uh, thanks for joining us, y'all. We'll see y'all on the next episode of the Men Like Us podcast. Shout out to Peace. my man, Roy. Shout out to